Hey everybody, welcome to Keyword Crypto. This is Michael. I'm gonna had some thoughts. Had a rough day on Monday. It's Tuesday, February 23rd. So I thought I'd talk about it. Um, for this show, I feel like my job is to be skeptical of stuff and to share my skepticism with you and to test things out on your behalf. I don't I guess I, that maybe I'm stupid for that. Um, so I've been testing stuff out. I've been testing out seed phrase protectors. I've been testing out farming. I've been testing out different chains. And, you know, just so I can share my experience with you. So hopefully you don't make the mistakes that I make. Um, which is kind of stupid <laughs> in the long run because I'm probably losing money doing it. But I don't know. I feel like I uh, I have a voice and... I don't mind talking about my experiences. I don't talk. I don't mind talking about my losses. So if you can learn from my ex, my losses, then hopefully that's one less person who has to lose. Um. So I have been testing out <laughs> the Binance smart chain stuff, the yield farming, the liquidity pools, all that stuff, and I wasn't really doing much. And then um, I'm in this Discord group, and somebody said, uh, "Hey, you know, I got this." I have this plan for how to maximize gains on liquidity farming on new on brand new farms when they pop up. And I was like, okay, well, that's, you know, I've and and I was just watching people get get getting wrecked left and right, rugged left and right when um, uh, liquidity when when farming was huge on on Ethereum uh, last summer. You know, people were getting rugged left and right. And if you know what rugged is, it's Everybody puts in their liquidity, and then the person who creates the smart contract just sells everything. The liquidity goes to zero. You, everybody loses all their money. The, the the developer walks off with like you know a few million dollars. So I was like, I don't really want to get involved in that. So I was looking at his his. He's got like this you know ten point plan, and I'm thinking like, okay, well. I don't really want to do points one through three because that involves getting in right when it launches. And that's when, you know, if if you're going to get rugged, usually you're going to get rugged in the first few hours. So the last thing I want to do is get involved in the first few hours. So I said, well, I'll get involved like, you know, in stage two or three of his plan. That way it's been a couple of days. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not as worried. It's still kind of gambling, but you know something like pancake swap or auto farm these these are two projects that started off have actual developers have gotten audits and you know they've had mild success and people are using it to, to farm liquidity and so let me give let me I'm, I'm putting the cart before the horse why liquidity like what's the point well on a decentralized so on a centralized exchange like CZ with Binance just has all this, all this, uh, all these funds. So like when Coinbase says, "Hey, we're going to list so and so, we're going to allow deposits for the first two days," what they're doing is they're allowing people to put them put their crypto in, and that creates a liquidity pool for Coinbase. So they can say, "Oh, you want this? Okay, we're going to take it and we're going to give it to this guy for this price and swap it back to you for this." And like they're doing that. But in a decentralized exchange or DEX, 
they don't you don't have a central person who can who can exchange the money back and forth and who can make sure that there's enough liquidity to there's enough actual crypto in the pool to make all these transactions happen back and forth so people have to create liquidity pools to allow you know multi-swap transactions so it's you know if if you want eth and this guy wants chainlink and there's not a a chain link ethereum liquidity pool to go back and forth then you got to go like eth to bat token and bat token to chain link and then that you know so it's like you got to have these different chains available to get from from point a to point b um so people who are and then you know people pay a transaction for that and then the transaction goes to the, to the liquidity provider there's lots of dangers about providing liquidity because if the, the value of the token goes up or down, you start to lose part of your tokens. So there's all these different, you know, I, I don't really want to get too much into it because I'm not sure I want to like pique anyone's interest and have them do it. Um, but if you are doing it, look at, um, oh crap, what's it called? Uh, it'll come to me. Um, uh, impermanent loss. That's what it's called. So it's like if you stake something or if, if you provide liquidity and, and the, the price drastically shifts of one of the tokens that you've that you've uh, uh, that you've staked, then you're you're losing money in essence. And then when you when you unstake it, you're like, wait a minute, I put in 100 tokens and now there's 47. Yeah, it's because, you know, the price went down and it fluctuated so much that you, you got screwed. So there's a you know, there's a. There's, you're kind of like gambling that the transaction fees that are getting added to, to that, that you're receiving by providing liquidity is going to offset the uh, um, th that loss in funds. So that's why you want to provide liquidity. So if you really are passionate about a project, like say you're you've been in Chainlink since day one, and you're like this is the future, blah blah. blah. I'm going to provide liquidity for decentralized exchanges so they can trade Chainlink because I believe in it that much. You know, I, I, this is this is my contribution to helping the project, whatever. Everybody contributes contributes in their own way. Um, so I jumped so I jumped in at a certain point on a couple different ones just to kind of test it out, get, get the feel. And I, and I went in with a very small amount of money, like 2% of my portfolio, just to test it out. And I was like, okay, well, if I lose 2%, it's not the end of the world. It's not great, but it's not the end of the world. Um, so the first two I jumped into, like, completely took off. And I made, like, 5x within three days. Just, you know, absurd amounts of, like, absurd amounts of money. And I was like, oh, what the hell? So... At this point, like the amount of money I've made, I'm just like, okay, this is this is kind of you know a lot for something that is kind of sketchy and gambling. And everyone's like, you know, make sure you take out your your initial. I was like, all right, so I took out my initial and I plus twenty five percent and put that off to the side. And then and then things started to like cave in like you know, a few days ago when everything started to dip. And so I pulled out everything and and lost like you know. 25% of, of my gains. It's like, all right, you know, don't, don't feel so bad. One of them actually semi-rugged one of the projects. The community devs got together and said they were going to give the address to one person. I, I think that's just, you know, they're just 
bullshitting. And that person just took all the money and sold everything and the price went to zero. And then, but he didn't, he didn't, they didn't have control over the contracts. So the project is still up and running. It's just worthless at this point. Um, so that was what I actually got out of that one way before that happened. Thank God. Cause I would have lost, you know, a, like a vast amount of money. Um, so then I start, I, I kind of got a little cocky. A friend DMs me and says, Hey, I've heard about this new one. And you know, it's like the site looks cool and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. He's like, do you want to try to do it on the first day? I was like, Ooh, I was like, uh, well, you know, we've been lucky so far. You know what? If you ever say I've been lucky so far, punch yourself in the face and just fall asleep and just don't do what you were, what, what you said you were like, you know, what you're thinking about doing. Just don't do it. If that's the first instinct is I've been lucky so far, stop, <laughs> learn from like, learn from me, please just stop and don't do it. Don't move forward. So, and then I'm like, okay, I have to go to the, I have to go to the dentist on Monday. And then I was like, and that's like, and it's at the exact same time. Like, what am I going to do? And I was like, I'll just, you know, I'll do it on my phone. Like, and that's another stupid thing. Don't use MetaMask on your phone. It's just so dangerous. There's so many like dangerous, dangerous ways to have all your funds taken. Um, Not so fast lost a bunch of money on, on MetaMask. He's going to come out with a a paper about it if he hasn't already. um, About how he got, how his MetaMask got hacked. Uh, So like there's, I know, I, and I know other people who have gotten hacked just by, you know, connecting to the wrong website. And then um, there's, a, there's a great website called Unwrecked. Um, if you use MetaMask a lot, go on there, connect your wallet, and it'll tell you all the, all the sites that you've given permission to access your, your MetaMask. Which and they can potentially steal your funds. And I'm not. I don't know how. I don't know how it happens. You know, talk to a dev, and have them explain it. But you can actually go in there, and uh, revoke privileges to your MetaMask. So I do that periodically, and I just revoke everything, and then I just start over again. Except for on Uniswap, because that's like twenty bucks to connect to it now. <laughs> Fees are so high. But like on Binance Chain, it's like twelve cents. I'm like, you know, worth it. I'll pay you know, a buck a day just on that revoking privileges and feel safer at the end of the day. Um, so, okay, back to the story. I'm in, I'm in my car. No, I'm actually, yeah, I'm in my car and it, and it launches and I'm like, oh shit. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to do, you know, like a couple grand and I'll, and I'll do like half, half stable coin, half their token. Um, and uh, and I'll put in the liquidity, and it has a high APY, and I'm like, okay, I'll make all this money, and blah, blah, blah. And, and that was just it. Beforehand, I was like, oh, part of it was like, this is kind of the future of decentralization, decentralized, decentralized, decentralized exchanges. People have to provide liquidity. How does it work? I was learning about it, and then I got greedy. And I'm looking at those dollar signs and I'm looking at that high APY and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to fucking go to Cancun next week. Fuck the virus. I'll mask up. I'll wear, you know, I'll wear a suit, you know, I'll wear like a, a full on, uh, 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 like quarantine suit, whatever. I'm just going to hop on a private plane and go to Cancun for a week and just enjoy the sun. Like that's how, that's how rich I'm going to get. If you ever think that punch yourself in the face, stop what you're doing. Don't move forward. 
Like all these red flags. So, and that's the thing, like I'm looking at the website and I was like, okay, you know, there's, there's all these like little red flags, but I'm like, okay, well, it's, it's a new site. Maybe that, you know, oh God, if you, if you ever start to rationalize, okay, third time's a charm. If you ever start to rationalize an investment, punch yourself in the face. If, if you're, if, if Jiminy Cricket is sitting on your shoulder going, now Michael, uh, that's the, that's the worst Jiminy Cricket <laughs> impression ever, but you know what I mean? Like if he's ever saying like, Hey, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do it. Like, come on. That's, you know, you see the red flags, stop rationalizing. Don't put your money in. So of course I put my money in, um, put the money in and then it just starts rocking. And at first they're not showing the, the yield rewards and people are getting pissed and they realize oh shit, if people are all pissed right at the beginning, we're not going to get any money. Like people aren't going to keep putting in their liquidity. So, th- so they're, they're like, oh yeah, we're working on it, we're working on it. So, so you know, they got the rewards working so you could actually see the rewards. And we're like, oh, okay, okay. Like, so they're all, they are responding. So it's not like super crazy. And then all of a sudden I start noticing some weird stuff. So I go on the telegram and I'm like, hey, these are some red flags, everyone. Blah, 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 blah. Kick. Kicked out couldn't get back in so i had to go on an alt and i'm and i'm watching and people are people are getting kind of pissed and blah blah and then all of a sudden i see red 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 like stop signs a thousand of them and it was a sales it was a sell sign it was a sell like a bot when it when it said sell and uh they rugged and all of a sudden you know the reward i had was like two hundred dollars you know in the first hour or two um, and then the rewards like ten thousand tokens, and then you look down the price, and, and the price is point zero 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 nine seven. You're like motherfuck. <laughs> and then, so people are like, hey, "Can we get our liquidity out?" You're like, "Bro, liquidity is worth zero. That's what a rug pull is. Like, you, like that's what, um." That's what it is like when when the price drops that drastically, you just lose all your liquidity. It's just gone. And uh, impermanent loss. Look it up. Watch videos. Um, So and then, you know, people are like, well, what's going on? So I go back to this site and it's gone. They just pulled down the site. It's just, you know, completely gone. And I was just like, fuck. And I'm thinking to myself, okay. So I started off with 2% of my portfolio, it went up to like 17% of my portfolio. Wait a minute, 10% of my portfolio. And then I was back to 2.3% of my portfolio. (laughs) So I'm like, you know what? I came away with a fractional amount of profit and and a really, really good learning experience. Don't do that. Don't do that again. And then somebody on the Discord is like, hey, Binance punks. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, cool. So so they're they're putting them on Binance. So and I just assumed they were going to be different. And like an idiot, I see the counter and the counter of, of how many there they have for sale are going down and down and down and down. It's like, oh shit, you know, this is they had a thousand and now it's down to like 1,400 is like, oh, I'm going to get one just in case. Because like, you know, if it's a scam, you get one for, for one BNB. 
it's a pretty costly mistake, but you know, um, but like just on the off chance, this, 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 in my mind, I was like, this is literally gambling. Like, I know that there's a, a uh, this is Vegas. I'm, I'm literally like doing roulette and, and, uh, part of it was the excitement. Part of it was, you know, if, if it actually hits, if it lands on double zero or if it lands on red, whatever, great. I, you know, I, I make a little bit of money. So I, I click on it and it goes, uh, fail transaction. It's like, okay. You know, cause I don't know if you've been on Binance chain, fail transaction happens a lot. Um, which is, you know, a pretty big red flag because it's that, you know, that in my mind, that means it's pretty centralized and they don't like, they're just scrambling to handle the, the, the load. Um, so I click it again, fail transaction. So I click it a few times, goes through. And all of a sudden, 10 minutes later, I look at my wallet and I'm like, why am I down five BNB? Somehow, fucking failed transactions. Apparently, I, I was like clicking it multiple times. And a couple of times I've noticed in the past is I'll click something. I'll click like approve and it'll accept. And then it says, or no, I'll, I'll click like, and then it says swap. And then I hit swap. It pops up to ask you for for like to to approve like to to go through the transaction, and I sit there for a few minutes, and all of a sudden the swap button comes back and lights up again, and I was like, oh, maybe it didn't go through, so I hit swap again, and another one pops up, and then I see a pending in the thing. I was like, oh, wait a minute, so I think something like that happened where. I just instinctually saw it not go through because I didn't see the the little uh, thing that says, oh, you know, transaction approved. And, and it, it, sh- it shows you the exchange value of what you of what you have now. So, yeah, I bought five Binance punks and I'm embarrassed because after it sold out, I went to the Twitter where they tweeted it. And underneath the first underneath their, their pin tweet is um, Larva Labs. You know, pretty much saying this is a fucking ripoff. We have no association with them. They literally copy and pasted our work and are putting it up on Binance chain. We gave ours away for free. This is actual theft and they're profiting off of theft and I bought it. So <laughs> so if I can sell it, I will uh, donate some of it to, to Larva Labs. Is it Larva Labs? Larva, Larva Labs? Yeah, whatever it is. Um because that was kind of, as a fellow artist, there's nothing more uh, embarrassing than doing something that hurts a fellow artist. So I apologize, CryptoPunk guys. Um, I made a bad investment decision in the moment, in a heated moment, and I am ashamed of myself. <laughs> because like, and I'm, and, and, you know, and it, it sucks for them, but like, all I can do is laugh because it's like, holy shit, how fucking dumb was I? Not only did I fuck over some fellow artists, but in the process, I bought five of them. I spent at the time it was like, you know, like twelve hundred dollars. That I don't have twelve hundred dollars to lose on fucking some scam. Like, holy shit, what am I doing? So, at that point. My 2% investment is now down to 1.6%. And I'm like, okay, 
get off Binance chain, whatever you do, just get the fuck off. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to stable up. I'm going to move it off. And then I realize, oh, you can't really send it. You can't really send it off anywhere. So I'm going to have to figure out how to get my money off of Binance chain. Because as an American, we can't use Binance. And that's not going to be good. So I got to figure out how to do that. Um, so any suggestions without having to break like 10 different laws, uh, DM me. <laughs> Let me know. And then on top of that, the dentist said uh, when I was wearing a retainer when I was younger, Apparently, it was making me clench my teeth at night because the way the retainers were. And now I have like hundreds of stress, stress fractures and my micro fractures in my back molars. And I'm going to need two crowns. So because one chipped and she's like, we can't really fix it. So you just got to put a crown on it. So, yay, that's going to be three grand. Good times. And I have dental insurance, but I just signed up for it. And their um, stipulation is when you just sign up, you can't use it <laughs> for nine months. And I'm like, what the fuck am I paying a monthly fee for insurance if I can't use it for nine months? Like, this is ridiculous. So I'm just going to cancel that and pay out of pocket and fuck America and their healthcare system. It is a disaster. Absolute disaster. If there are any hot... Um, women in Europe listening to this right now, I am open to be to getting married just for the healthcare. Um, you don't have to talk to me if you, you know, if you want an American green card, we can swap. <laughs> I'll come live with you. You can, we'll, we'll do like a house swap. We'll get married. You can live in my apartment in LA. I'll move to, to, to wherever you are and we'll, uh, and I'll get you good healthcare because I mean, I don't really need healthcare. I'm pretty healthy. I'm in good shape, but like, it's just, it's such a like it's such a weird stress level. So, okay, moving on. Hey, thanks, flying amigos, for that uh, nano tip. That was really nice. I appreciate it. Um, I forget when someone says to me some nano, and then I'm and then I look at the price, and I was like, holy shit, dude! Wow, thank you. That was that was really cool. Um, I should have done that first, flying flying amigos. I should <laughs> before I told that story, but. <laughs> Uh, so moving on to DEXs with something like Nano, I've been talking to the Nano people and, and kind of pissing them off um, on Reddit especially. Um, the Twitter Nano people know me at this point and humor me, um, and, I, and I thank them for that. Um, but I've been saying, look, Crypto finally a couple of days ago, it was like Mon Sunday or Monday, she was like, she's doing a live stream and I, and I pop on, um, if I'm, if I'm around, usually she's doing them when I'm just waking up. And so if I'm having like, you know, eating some cereal or something and I get an alert that she's doing it, I'll, I'll listen sometimes. Um, and she goes, yeah, I, I hear you, Nano people. Someone says something. She goes, yes, yes, Nano. Uh, I love the community. I love the cryptocurrency, but it's not on DEXs and I only use decentralized exchanges. So, until it's on a decentralized exchange, I just can't buy it. Sorry. Um, I would love to, but I can't. And I was like, okay, nano people, like, that's a pretty big problem. That if people can't, don't have, if, you know, if, 
if it's not like say that Coinbase is the only centralized exchange they have access to, it's not on Coinbase. Um, I don't know which other ones it's not on in America, but you know, I, I think she's in New York, so she doesn't have access to Binance US. She doesn't have access to Binance. She doesn't have access to, you know, New York has a lot of regulations. So there, there's a lot of exchanges that they don't have access to. So how do you get nano on decentralized exchanges? And they're all like, it's not meant to be on a decentralized exchange. Like, and I was like, well, why don't, you know, we could just, we could just like wrap it somehow and, and make it an ERC 20 token like they do with wrapped Bitcoin. And that like sent a handful of people off the rails on the Reddit forum or on, on, on the subreddit. And normally the nano community is a pretty chill bunch. Um, but, you know, they're like, you're an idiot. You're crazy. You're a so you're like, how stupid. I was like, whoa, how what what happened to the nano people? So there are definitely some new people in the space that are just like, I don't know, dude, they need to like drink some herbal tea and, and relax. And, you know, maybe this um, uh, maybe the covid is getting to them and, and they, just, they need like a massage or something. And it's not getting there. But you got to think like. With any cryptocurrency, if you're not on every single exchange, you're just hurting yourself, right? So back when, back when uh, Nano was only on, back when Nano was Rayblocks and it was only on two exchanges, it was on BitGrail and uh, Mercadox, Murdox, I forget what it's called. Uh, and Mercadox was terrible. I said, Mercadox is going to drive me crazy. I should have written that down. And BitGrail seemed fine, and then it turned out to be a complete scam. And Bomber, the guy running it, is now getting indicted by the Italian um, police or, you know, DA or whatever it is. Um, and, but that really hurt Nano's uh, image for a long time, Rayblox. And I'm sure that's probably why they did a rebrand to, to Nano is just to, like, try to get rid of that residual. But all the people in the space still remember it and still talk about it. Um, so, you know, that doesn't really happen on decentralized exchanges if they're solid and, they, and they've been audited and people, you know, it, and, and you have solid devs from all over the world working on it. Um, so the, like it, it can't hurt you to be on more exchanges. It can hurt you to be limit to, to not be on exchanges though. So I bring up the point of like, decentralized finance and this and that and like this is a lot of this stuff is moving this way and so you're just kind of like limiting yourself and they're like well, you know, we're point we're, we, you know, we're peer to peer and why would we put it why would we pay transactions to put it on a decentralized exchange when when we can just get it on on a centralized exchange and i'm like you pay you pay tr you you pay fees on a centralized exchange as well and people are like no i you know no, i don't and i'm like okay now you're just lying now you're just being weird like Everybody knows you pay fees on centralized exchanges for transactions. Some some let you put money on for free. Some let you take it off for free. But every single one has a transaction, except for, I think, maybe Voyager. But that's probably because they're selling all of our data, which that's never a good thing. I don't know. So I need to I need to get somebody from Voyager on, on the show and, and ask them about that because that, that does get me thinking because that's what Robin Hood did and... That didn't work out well. So that kind of took me down the rabbit hole of 
why isn't Nano on Coinbase? It just seems weird to me that, you know, at, at any given time, it's been on the top, for the most part, it's been on the top 100 for the last four years since the, since the pump in 2017. And, you know, it made it onto the, the 50s in the first pump, and now it's like hovering around like 70s and 80s. And I'm looking at their, like, and people have been tweeting, and a lot of times, like, the reply guy, the nano reply guys are just talking about stuff and they're like, you know, damn you Coinbase and you know they're just like you know they're butthurt that they're not on Coinbase and I'm like I'd be too but I, I take it with a grain of salt because they have a vested interest and they really want Nano on the exchange and I'm like I get it um, but that's not my fight I'm gonna let people fight that fight but they they would tweet like hey you know Nano back when it had its run from like one dollar to four dollars five dollars and then back down and then like you know petered out down to like three or four that they that happened like in two days and one of those days it went up like 67 percent or something like that like something ridiculous and or like i don't know maybe even more than maybe like a hundred percent or something like that and and it was the top gainer of the day on all the exchanges or on all the all the like coin market cap and coin gecko <clears throat> and then you'd go to coinbase and it wouldn't list it in the top gainers and you say, well, it's not on Coinbase. No, they list all the top gainers, whether they have it on their exchange or not. So it's like, okay, that's weird. So maybe they only, so I go on there and they say, if you go on Coinbase on the, on the um, mobile app, it has all assets, tradable assets, uh, gainers, top gainers, top losers. So when you click on all assets, it really only has the top 80 assets. So I guess in their mind, that's all the crypto assets worth <laughs> that that are worthy, except for Celo of Celo uh, C E L O. Um, of course, that's like in the in, in, a, in like 110 or something like that, and they have that because they have that on the exchange. So that's the one that they've deemed worthy of of being on their of, on their site, even though it's not in the top 80. So I'm wondering if maybe be, so this will be a good test if nano breaks into the top 80 or even the top 60 because that because coinbase lists a lot of coins that aren't on their exchange that are in the 70s so if so if nano can break into the top 60 it'll be interesting to see if coinbase uh has it listed there as a, as a non-tradable asset and I don't think it's ever been on Coinbase. I don't think it's ever been listed as a non-tradable asset, which gets me wondering why isn't it, why, like they're not, like there's, people are constantly pinging, uh, tweeting at Coinbase, Coinbase support and Coinbase saying, why isn't it on there? Why isn't it on there? How can we get, like, how can we get on there? How can we help you? And every single exchange they've ever gone after and said, hey, we'd, we'd really like to support getting it on your exchange. They've all been very happy to get more liquidity on their exchange and more people on their exchange for the fees. Like you don't want to limit coins, be like, oh, we don't want that coin and this coin when you have a huge, obviously very excited. I think the subreddit now is like 80,000 people for Nano. So I don't understand why you would want to push away that kind of volume of people buying Nano. So I know Coinbase is talking about going public. 
that might be the time to see what assets they hold and and if there's some kind of conflict of interest that they own a stake in something that is a competitor to Nano and they don't want Nano on the site because they're afraid of what Nano can be. Now, I try not to be a fanboy too much, but at a certain point, most exchanges in the U.S. have Nano now. Kraken, Kraken Binance US. I don't know if Bittrex does. I don't really go on Bittrex that much. Um, so I'm wondering if I feel like I'm leaving somebody off. So if you're if you're at that exchange, don't at me. Um, so I I I really do wonder why it's not on Coinbase. Not because I I would ever buy anything off of Coinbase. I, I stopped using Coinbase because of the fees, because it's highway robbery. I would never use it on, I would never use Coinbase again. That's not true. I did a test yesterday just to test out because some guy was talking shit from the nano community in the subreddit. And uh, I, I put in $25 to Binance Pro just to prove a point. And that's the only time I'm ever gonna do it. And I'm never gonna do it again. Um, so I'll be interested if Coinbase does go public, uh, we'll have a chance to look at the books and I'll be interested to see if, if there's something there. Um, because that just seems weird to have such a, a polite and excited community for a cryptocurrency and pushing to get it on and not have them listed. Um, and I know I've had um, two people say they'd be willing to, to um, debate Colin about nano that they're they're non-nano people and one person said they wanted to be paid for it they wanted to be paid for their time I can't remember if I said the person's name so I'm not going to say the person's name now uh, the person was was clear said hey look I'll, I'll do like X amount of hours of research and um, and then I'll debate you for an hour on the show and the nano team was like eh, we just don't like the optics of that so I know nano the Nano Foundation does not like to pay for play. So I know they don't like to pay exchanges to get Nano on exchanges. So maybe that's it. Maybe Coinbase is, is demanding a huge upfront fee. And, uh, and Nano Foundation is like, nope, we're not going to do that. Because if they don't even want to pay a couple hundred bucks to somebody to debate um, from the Bitcoin community, they're definitely not going to, I can't see them wanting to pay a bunch of money Especially when you know they they have a very limited fund, and they spend a lot of money defending themselves in court because of the Bitgrail stuff with with bombers stealing all their money. Um, so I can see them wanting to conserve money and not wanting to pay a, a massive fee, you know, and probably like the millions to uh, an exchange like Coinbase, which is a piece of shit exchange anyway. That goes down anytime there's any kind of volatility, they shut down. So, <clears throat> yeah. That's my take on that. Um, I want to talk about the Tether thing just for a few seconds. Um, so the AG of New York came out and said, <clears throat> excuse me, they said that we're going to, um, they didn't really say too much outside of Tether saying they're not, they're not pleading guilty to anything, but the AG saying, like tether lied the attestation that they had <clears throat> we had Cass on 
and talked and talked about it. They had attestations. They never had audits. They had an attestation, and the attestation was phony. It was fake. And all the and so that's so they're they're flat out. So the AG is saying this is what happened. The attestation was fake, and in the agreement, by uh, Tether doesn't have to admit a Bitfinex doesn't have to admit fault. That it's so they can just be like, uh, uh we're not we're not going to admit to it. And you're like, okay, but you're paying like like they're not going to be able to to uh, uh, do business in New York anymore. That's that's one of the agreements. So if they weren't doing anything wrong, they wouldn't say they wouldn't they wouldn't accept the plea deal not to work in one of the largest financial markets in the entire planet. If they did nothing wrong, they would not take that plea deal. So obviously they lied. They lied about the attestation. They lied about having funds to back up all the all the all the all the tethers. So there was never there was never enough funds. So it's just printer go burr. All these Bitcoiners who claim who, who claim to hate the government printing money are supporting tether that just prints tethers without having the, any any money because it helps because it, it benefits them and the thing that bothers me the most is that they're kind of saying that this was good for tether and and and, and they're and they're saying stuff like uh um see all that fud was uh was um you know, it, it it was it was just fud. You're like, what are you talking about? They're they're not gonna work. In, they're not gonna do business in New York anymore because the AG proved to, to to tether that says we have the evidence that you don't have the funds that you lied about printing. So you can't you can't work in New York anymore. And they said, oh, okay, we'll we'll take that plea, but we're not gonna we're not gonna admit that we did it. Like, well, obviously you did it, even though you're not admitting to it because you're you're taking a plea deal and not doing business in New York. So it wasn't FUD. And if you're new to the show, FUD is fear, uncertainty, and doubt. People like spreading misinformation and lies about something. No, no, this was not misinformation. This was all true. All the, pe- all the things that people were saying that, that Tether was doing, that Bitfinex was doing, turned out to be true. And all the Bitcoiners are saying, see, this is good for Tether. This is good, you know, this is good for Bitcoin. It's like, what are you talking about? You're supporting a company that printed unlimited funds and didn't have any money in the bank for it. The very things you guys rail about the U.S. government doing, you're now applauding a cryptocurrency for doing. A cryptocurrency that refused to show the books, that was completely centralized, that didn't have funds. All the things that cryptocurrency is supposed to be against. Cryptocurrency is supposed to be a public ledger so everybody can see it, so it's verifiable. All these Bitcoiners were saying, oh, we don't care that Tether's not verifiable. They have an attestation. We're just going to trust them. Yeah, excuse me. Cryptocurrency is, both, is, is about verifying, not trusting. Verify, don't trust. Well, apparently, it is now trust, don't verify. As long as number go up, and they get to buy, and they get to buy a new yacht. I mean, it is. Honestly, I'm embarrassed to be in the community right now. 
because of them and their hypocritical. Yeah, I'm not going to get too into Okay, I don't want to get heated. Um, so it wasn't FUD. It was fact. And all these Bitcoiners were attacking people like me a couple times for being right about Bitfinex lying and Tether lying and printing money and not having funds for it. So there you go, Bitcoiners. You've proven that you're hypocritical and that you don't actually care about cryptocurrency. You care about money. And we all knew that to begin with. We all, I mean, everybody knew that the majority of Bitcoiners just care about money. They don't care about cryptocurrency. I mean, they're actually pushing for more regulation and more centralization and more government oversight. All Everything that that is the antithesis of cryptocurrency. I mean, there are so many projects now about like real ID and ID this and ID that and KYC and blah, blah. And it's just like, okay, so there's this one company called Bird.Money and... A friend showed it to me and, and it looked promising and and so I started doing some research on it and digging in and you know and tell me if I'm wrong but the impression that I got from this company is that they get to scour the internet or, or scour all the chains and all the transaction histories and create a score for you for reliability so this is like a credit score that we don't get to opt into because all of these chains are public record. All these blockchains are public. They get to do that and create a data score, a credit score for you without your permission that other companies get to look at before they do business with you. This is the antithesis of crypto. Who the fuck thought that this would be a good idea? You know what? Sorry, don't mean to curse. Fuck it, yes I do. Holy shit, who fucking thought that would be a good idea? Are you fucking kidding me? You're creating a credit score for crypto users without their permission? Fuck off. God, see this is the, like this is what happens when you get Wall Street into cryptocurrency. They start bringing old finance mentality into the new world of crypto. And we're letting them. In fact, we're fucking opening the door and then bending over and saying, have at it. Like, what the fuck, people? I, it just... Okay, there's that whole thing like absolute power corrupts absolutely. Well, it goes with money too. If you put money in front of somebody's face, they will fucking do anything. They will, they will let you do anything to them if for the right price. And that's just it. And I was a perfect example. I, I, I made a bad decision because I got blinded by the money. But I made a bad decision for me. I didn't make a bad decision that would affect the entire cryptocurrency community. And that's what kind of pisses me off. They're inviting the wolves into the den and trying to pretend they're not wolves, even though they've got a gun and none of the rest of us do. And we're about to get eaten by the, by the wolves. And it's just like, fuck off, you fucking hypocrites. It drives me crazy. You know what? I was going to go into the whole thing about um. Yeah, I don't want to go into it. That's it. That's a good time. That's a good place to stop. You've heard me rant long enough. <laughs> more than more than you deserve. Um. 
Yeah, that's it. Oh, hey, I uh, that interview I did. So if 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 you don't follow on Twitter, I did an interview with Daniel Goldman. We've had him on the show a couple times. Uh, he did a th- he did a three hour walkthrough recorded Zoom call for me, walking uh, recording my browser, walking me through how to use Arbitrum. So he doesn't really have time. They don't really have the they don't really have the time right now. They're you know they're working hard, and uh, it's it, because it's three it's like three and a half hours long. It, at that point, it's like it's not really a good promo video <laughs> for Arbitrum. So it'll be more for something that that I'm going to put out um, with their blessing, and uh, and I'm going to put that out this week. So look for that. I have a crypto steel capsule duo. So it's two of them in there that I have sitting next to me. I finished the review. The review is a video. That's gonna go live in the next couple of days too. I just put out um, the, block plate, the Block Plate 12 review on the blog, on the keywordcrypto.com blog. Um, go to the website, click blog. It's the, it's the second one there. Um, very good product. Has a few like a few caveats, but but read the blog. You can see why. And you can see if it's good enough. If it's good for you, it may not be good for everybody, but I think it's going to be good for the majority of people. And the price is solid, and the 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 craftsmanship is is really really good, solid. Um, same with the crypto capsule. I think you'll you'll really really like it. And I have a duo to give. It's like a hundred and. US after you convert the price and shipping and all that. So it's $180. I'm going to give that away. I I still need to figure out the best way to do a raffle. So if you have any ideas, uh, tweet at me at Michael crypto or at a keyword crypto and, and let me know the best way to do a raffle for that. Um, Cause I want I want to be fair and uh, open to anybody in the world. As long as, uh, no, as long as anywhere in the world. If you're if you listen to the show, and you win wherever you are, um, and that's it. And I got a few more um, reviews. I got like I think seven total of key of uh, seed phrase uh, protectors that I I'm reviewing. And I looked at that, yeah. I'm not gonna say that. Okay. Um, all right. Great show. Hey, thanks for listening. You're the best. Everybody who's been liking, subscribing, leaving reviews, donating, it's really appreciate it because um, I will say it because I want you to know like, so I, I just started, so I, I redid the website. That was, you know, I paid for, I paid for a year and uh, you know, that's like the same price as like Squarespace or something like Squarespace. Yeah, Squarespace. And then, yeah, I spent like, five or six hundred dollars on these seed phrases obviously i only need like two but i wanted to test them out and get them out there to people so um this is what i spend your donations on um so i don't want you to think i'm just like socking them away and become a millionaire off of your donations um, i'm actually using you know the money putting it to good use um and i appreciate it it you know it's stuff i've been wanting to do and uh i'm making it happen all right That is it. I will see you next time. I won't see you, but you know what I mean. Come on. All right, everybody. Talk to you later. Bye.